Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. This is Richard here again, and it is our joy to be coming to you today. Prayer is one of the most excellent means of nourishing the new nature and of causing the souls to flourish and prosper. It is a way to a life of communion with God. Encouragement from Jonathan Edwards Cultivate a habit of communion with God. This will produce that inward peace which will make you superior to your trials. The Wisdom of John Flavel You don't need me to tell you of our tumultuous times. Yet, as the Bible says, we were born and reborn for such a time as this. Fear not what we see around us. Prayer brings us the abundant life promised. Our host, Fred, would love to encourage you to a growing, biblical, dynamic, sincere prayer life. And now, here he is, Fred. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Fred, as Richard has just told you, and I am the podcast principal. I do thank you for listening, and as has happened a couple of times in our review of A Call to Prayer by J.C. Ryle, I would encourage you to get the book and have it to read. We are going just to read basically his words, the words of Bishop Ryle, the genius of Bishop Ryle. In this specific word, he is wrapping up from our last episode on J.C. Ryle. He is wrapping up his last words to those who he is encouraging to pray. And this word today is specifically for those who have not come to Jesus as your Savior yet. J.C. Ryle is very thorough, as you might expect. And part of what I pray for this podcast, The Free Range Preacher, is that as God may or may not call unsaved people to listen, that they will hear at times the gospel. Mostly it's about prayer, we know that that they would hear the gospel and be drawn closer to salvation, if not even come to salvation because of what they have heard, energized by the Holy Spirit. And it is fitting then, as J.C. Ryle gives hope to the prayerless who don't have a Savior, that we just basically read his words. Pray with me for just a moment. Heavenly Father, I would pray that you would strengthen the hands that are weak, and the knees that are feeble, those who are prompted to listen to this, who do not know you in salvation. The first step in prayer and communication is knowing you and having that relationship. So I pray that you would use, Holy Spirit, the words of J.C. Ryle, written a long time ago, to remind the sinners that we are all called to repentance and called to throw ourselves on the mercy of our Savior who bled and died for us. We commit this time to you. It is your time do your will, do, holy God, what I can to do, and even as wise as J.C. Ryle was that he actually couldn't do either, bring the unsaved to yourself in salvation. We pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, because that is what you're doing right now in the whole world. Amen. We will have minimal comments from me. This is an extended passage, but it is an important passage. So we begin with J.C. Ryle to those who are looking, being prompted by the Holy Spirit for salvation. O prayerless reader, who and what are you that you will not ask anything of God? Have you made a covenant with death and hell? 
Are you at peace with the worm and the fire? Have you no sins to be pardoned? Have you no fear of eternal torment? Have you no desire after heaven? Oh, that you would awake from your present folly. Oh, that you would consider your latter end. Oh, that you would arise and call upon God. Alas, there is a day coming when many shall pray loudly, Lord, Lord, open to us, but all too late. When many shall cry to the rocks to fall on them and the hills to cover them, who would never cry to God. That's an amazing biblical concept as well. Back to Ryle. In all affection, I warn you, beware lest this be the end of your soul. Salvation is very near you. Do not lose heaven for the want of asking. If he's moving on your heart, ask. Back to Ryle. Let me speak to those who have real desires for salvation, but know not what steps to take or where to begin. I cannot but hope that some readers may be in this state of mind, and if there be but one such, I must offer him affectionate counsel, and I will quickly add, listen to his affectionate counsel. Back to Ryle. In every journey there must be a first step. There must be a change from sitting still to moving forward. The journeyings of Israel from Egypt to Canaan were long and wearisome. Forty years pass away before they cross Jordan. Yet there was someone who moved first when they marched from Ramah to Sukkoth. When does a man really take his first steps in coming out from sin and the world? He does it in the day when he first prays with his heart. In every building, the first stone must be laid, and the first blow must be struck. The ark was one hundred and twenty years in building, Yet there was a day when Noah laid his axe to the first tree he cut down to form it. The Temple of Solomon was a glorious building. But there was a day when the first huge stone was laid deep in Mount Moriah. When does the building of the Spirit really begin to appear in a man's heart? It begins, so far as we can judge, when he first pours out his heart to God in prayer. If you desire salvation and want to know what to do, I advise you, go this very day to the Lord Jesus Christ, in the first private place you can find, and earnestly and heartily entreat him in prayer to save your soul. Tell him that you have heard that he receives sinners, and has said, Him that cometh unto me I will in no wise cast out. Tell him that you are a poor and vile sinner, and that you come to him on the faith of his own invitation. Tell him you put yourself wholly and entirely in his hands, that you feel vile and helpless and hopeless in yourself. And except that he saves you, you have no hope of being saved at all. Beseech him to deliver you from the guilt, the power, and the consequences of sin. Beseech him to pardon you and wash you in his own blood. Beseech him to give you a new heart and plant the Holy Spirit in your soul. Beseech him to give you grace and faith and will and power to be his disciple and servant from this day forever. O reader, go this very day and tell these things to the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are really in earnest about your soul, and this is key as well, tell him in your own way and your own words. If a doctor came to see you when sick, you could tell him where you felt pain 
If your soul feels its disease indeed, you can surely find something to tell Christ. Doubt not his willingness to save you, because you are a sinner. It is Christ's office to save sinners. He himself says, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Luke 5.32 is that reference. Wait not because you feel unworthy. Wait for nothing. Wait for nobody. Waiting comes from the devil. Just as you are, go to Christ. The worse you are, the more need you have to apply to him. You will never mend yourself by staying away. Fear not because your prayer is stammering, your words feeble, and your language poor. Jesus can understand you, just as a mother understands the first lispings of her infant. So does the blessed Savior understand sinners. He can read a sigh and see a meaning in a groan. Despair not, because you do not get an answer immediately. While you are speaking, Jesus is listening. If he delays an end, it is only for wise reasons. And to try if you are in earnest, and that, Ryle means test, back to Ryle again. The answer will surely come, though it tarry, wait for it, it will surely come. O oh, reader, if you have any desire to be saved, remember the advice I have given you this day. Act upon it honestly and heartily, and you shall be saved. Thank you, sweet Jesus, for today. We thank you for this time. We do thank you that in your mysterious power and will you have gone those who do not believe the gospel, ready their hearts to call out to you and to move on them as our mentor J.C. Ryle said today without hesitation in their own words, in their own humility, and come to you and pour out their hearts in their need of salvation. We commit this time to you, Lord Jesus. You bring those who need to hear it Move Holy Spirit on their souls to bring them to salvation. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thy kingdom come, and thy kingdom is made up of everyone who calls on thee for the forgiveness of their sins. We pray it in your name, by the blood of Christ. Amen. Brethren, the kingdom is not complete. You might join with me and pray that any desperate ear who hears these words gets empowered by the Holy Spirit, and they pray for the mercies of Holy God. Amen. As always, thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing from you at www.frponprayer.com or freerangeprayer at gmail.com. And for all your voiceover needs, go to richarddurrington.com or durringtonr at gmail.com. Keep your dial here for our next episode. And if you have a dial, you just might need an upgrade. For Fred and I, have yourself a prayerfully fun-filled day.